Hello, friends. Welcome back to The Space Between the Notes, a music podcast. My name is Alex Scott, and joining me, as always, is Mr. Paxton Rodriguez. Paxton, how are you doing today? Um, you know, it's it's bittersweet. This is this is goodbye for now. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, this, the game we used to know. It's never gonna be the same. This is our last episode the of the season, season finale. Folks, the season finale. We've we've come we've not come that far, but we have come yeah, far. We've, 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 we've traversed gone the distance together. Um if yeah. you have listened from the first episode uh to today, I want to ask you to stop lying. Um, but I'd also like to yeah, say no. you, you haven't, but I'd also like to say thank you for, for joining us on a I would say a spiritual journey. There's we've we've learned oh, some things. Oh, definitely. Um, um, I have to actually have to open up this show with an apology right off the bat. A correction from last episode. Um, immediately after leaving the studio last week, uh, <laughs> the, the studio being my basement, um, my my brother came up to me and told me that on our our Christmas Carol discussion yes. that I was mistakenly referring to some of the some of the hymns as gospel, which was incorrect. So I got a talking to from my brother, uh, to anyone out there who was, who was offended by my comments. Not offended, but you know, feels like we we needed to do better. Uh, you're right. That was that was unacceptable. Uh, we can and will do better. Well, you you this is this is a you thing. I think we yeah. should let's let's not throw yeah. me under the bus here. You okay. will you well, will have to do better. Um, you didn't stop me. So. I, <laughs> I was a bystander. <laughs> the darkest. Did you ever go to those those bullying assemblies where it's like yeah if if even if you're not the guy you know absolutely beating the snot out of some kid on the swing it, set it's it's just like that quote where it's like the darkest depths of hell are reserved for those who refuse to choose a side <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'm just I'm condemned. Uh, but we need to get going uh, because we, we got a lot. We've got we got to we got to wrap the whole season up with some superlatives, yeah. some the, rankings, the quality some final, you know and love. We're some final comments. You. So this week's three albums were uh, Marvin Gaye's "Let's Get It On," um, nineteen seventy three, followed by uh, Madonna's um, nineteen eighty four "Like a Virgin" album, and Kanye West's twenty sixteen "The Life of Pablo." Yeah. Um, so starting off with uh, Big Marv, um, if you are not familiar with with Marvin Gaye, um, I'm sorry, but um, you're going to be now. He's uh, he was an American. This time he actually was. Yeah, no, he uh, is dead. He we, is we, dead. We, yes, um, yeah, he was we an American. His grave. <laughs> we laid a we laid a, a bottle of Dom Perignon over it. Um, yeah, he was an American singer songwriter record producer. Uh, super influential in shaping the sound of soul going into the 1970s. Um, you know, in the 1960s, soul albums were really sort of made by a songwriting committee and there was very little artistic freedom. Marvin Gaye almost single-handedly um, was able to break free from that and, and establish his own creative uh, abilities on uh, albums such as 1971's What's Going On, um, which is one of the most important socially conscious albums of all time, and 1973's Let's Get It On, which is the album we're discussing today. Um, he's won several Grammy Awards. Uh, he is one of the greatest singers of all time. Um, and yeah, he's Marvin Gaye. Yeah, I don't arguably know the best singer of all time to have been killed by his own father. So he, <laughs> okay, he Jesus. holds that crown. I don't know if, I don't know. Yes, for those who don't know. Yeah. Um, he did not have a great relationship with his dad, and yeah, well, it, not not great in that his father <laughs> shot him, which is obviously yes. not ideal. 
Um, and on his 45th birthday in 1984, Marvin Gaye was shot dead by his own dad. Um, so thanks for bringing <laughs> that into that, like, You were announcing it for the first time. Like you got the <laughs> CNN special folks, news bulletin. Folks, folks, one of the brightest voices will sing no longer. Um, All right, let's get I'll begin. Let's yes, let's on. yeah. Oh, 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 let's let's move on. Let's move on for the subject that you brought up, uh, which is the, the death of Marvin Gaye. We've um let's get it on is the 13th studio album by American soul singer Marvin Gaye. Um it was released in 1973. Um it is a uh it was cited as one of the most sexually charged albums ever recorded and by many the most sexually charged album recorded up until that point. Um, it helped establish him firmly as a sex symbol, which is a status that still endures to this day. Um, and it is considered very influential, uh, in sort of mixing sexuality and funk music uh, in the popular mainstream. So yeah, um, in terms of accolades, in terms of legacy, um, I believe, uh, I don't know what, what did Rolling Stone say about this album? That's always a good one. Um, pitch, pitch. Pitch, pitch for gave it a 10 out of 10, of course. Um, no, it was it was ranked uh, 165 on Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Albums uh, publication. Second highest entry on the list, of course, is his, his highest being the number one finisher recently. What's going on? Um, yeah, all music, Chicago Tribune, Encyclopedia of Popular Music, all gave it perfect scores. It's considered a classic. You know, so You know what? That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. It opens up with a banger. Just yeah, right off the top, touch track. One of the most iconic riffs in popular music. It's one of those songs where if you if you think you haven't heard it, you have heard it. You just yeah, don't you realize. Have. Yeah, it's because it. it's in every commercial, which is important. It's in every commercial. Yeah, if you've watched like a very bad commercial for a Kia Sorento, uh, you probably and have there's heard no this riff song. that screams like sexual intimacy quite like that opening riff. It is just Although the the one in communist daughter is. Uh... <laughs> It's just run for its way. drizzling warm honey over a microphone. It's quite good. Thank yeah, you. So Thank you, Marvin. came into the studio and just decided, like, I'm going to write the sexiest song of all time. And then, you know, four minutes and 51 seconds later, it was done. It was. It was <laughs> he gave it. He had, he had like a. Do you remember like those? Do you remember like those smart goals in like middle school? Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, had a, he, had a, he had a smart goal written out and he just ticked yeah. every step. I'm more thinking like you know when you know when Dana White will like hype up uh, a UFC bout for like four months and then it's over in the first round. That was this like like as as much as you'd like to imagine that there was some sort of competition, there was not. Marvin came in and and he just he just sat down on the throne, <laughs> just just picked up just picked up the crowd and placed it rightfully on his head. Um, let's get on is immaculate. We then move on to please stay once you go away, and this is the thing with this album. It opens up with let's get on. But the remaining seven songs are just him in absolute disarray over crushed. lost lovers. He is crushed. He is just beside himself. He is face yeah. down in the gutter, the rain cascading yeah, over right. his body. He's just he's crying out and doing it quite well. And he's doing it very well. Absolutely. Please stay once you go away. I quite liked the vocals on this. He just, he just. Gorch is he's very good on that. The vocals are great. Very yeah. simple stuff, you know. Just just oh, don't Marvin don't Gay. leave, don't leave me. Singer. I mean, Marvin Gaye known for his singing. Um, if I should die tonight is kind of like a simp anthem. Did the video of popular music tell you that? <laughs> yeah, 
Yes, I actually had to read several Rolling Stone articles to, to put it together. I've got a yarn and cork board. Um, it's so great. Ah, his voice. Ah, okay, uh, we've cracked the code. Thanks. You have to dig a little deeper for that one. If I Should Die Tonight is a bit of a simp anthem because it's like, oh, if I were to like yeah. die right now, if I were to die right now, like it would all be worth it because I got to know who you are. It's like, okay, Marvin. But it's good. It's a good simp yeah. anthem. Um, I'm just imagining like... Oh, go on. Oh, I was going to say, if I should die tonight, just unfortunate calling of the shot there by... A <laughs> <laughs> little, little prescient. From, uh... Yeah. Marvin in the studio, like, oh, I'm going to write this song, and I probably won't get shot by my own father. And then, oh my God, can you believe it? Just unfortunate. I think the most prescient thing he ever did, like the most, the biggest and the most tragic act of foresight is him um, saying in what's going on, you know, father, father, there's no need to escalate. War is not the answer. Only love will conquer hate. And apparently his father disagreed and said this. Tell, tell that to this 38. Um, <laughs> we then get to know it was a 38. Oh, my God. You then get to Marvin. shot to pieces. <laughs> my God. 38. Jesus. Okay. Um, we then get to it. Yeah, then we get to it. Which is sort of a reprise. Um, in all but name reprise reprise i apologize i always get that wrong um it's a reprise of the title track i wasn't crazy about it. you quite like it no it, i think it's really funny because like the opening track is like hey let, let's get it on the message is clear <laughs> then you know two straight tracks he's just wailing he's, <laughs> he is a, and then and then for the fourth track he's like imploring everybody listening like please keep getting it on don't stop <laughs> It's hilarious and so good. Like, folks, you were getting it on, but but once you get going, don't, don't stop. Don't, don't stop. Um, come get to this is not good. Um, oh, I really? I give it. it an eight out of ten. Fair enough. I wasn't crazy about it. Uh, yeah. I gave it. A, I gave it a seven. I thought it was all right. Distant lover. Well, oh my god, the crown distant jewel. lover. Distant lover is. Uh, he starts. Uh, starts racking up the big numbers. He starts. Distant Lover is fantastic. Um, he's, it's he's again out to this woman, and yeah, but like halfway through the theme. song, oh yeah, halfway through the song, I'm thinking to myself, like Marvin, Marvin, if she's not picking up the phone, you have my number. Like, I'll... Marvin, <laughs> she's not worth it. <laughs> like Marvin, I there are other fish in the sea. Marvin, Mar Marvin, go. take my wife, please. Um, okay, mate. I'm sorry. We would like to apologize. <laughs> You are always getting on me like... for, you know, maybe, you know, pushing the boundaries a little bit, but you've described the, you know, <laughs> class of firearm that was used to kill Marvin Gaye and implied that you were going to hand over your non-existent wife. Yes. No, it's, to, uh, it's to, look, to the very dead Marvin Gaye. Look, it's more than if 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 I did have a wife and if I think, Marvin, I think you need to stop this. No, no, no. We're gonna clarify this. As with as with Al Green, you know, if you do have a wife and Marvin Gaye is alive, and your wife says, you know, can I spend an evening with Marvin Gaye? Do you do you tell her no? Answer me honestly, asked. <laughs> I'd decline to comment. Um <laughs> exactly. Anyways, you sure love to ball is the worst song. Right, I do, Marvin. It's it's not a good song. No, but if um, I were if I were playing, I don't know, like second base for the New York Mets, just you know, as a hypothesis. Uh, actually, I guess I'd be playing for the Tigers. It's Marvin Gaye. Um, yes, I'm playing second base. I'm at Comerica Park. 
um, you know, playing second base, fielding ground balls, whatever. I think you sure love to ball would be my walk up song. Yeah, and you'd be, that, you would, be it would, it would yeah. just, it would affect you negatively, if anything. No, um, I don't think it would, because I'd be up there, and then Marvin would be, you know, over the, over the public address, like, Alex, <laughs> you sure love to ball, and I'd be in the batter's box thinking, like, damn right I do, and then I would. It's not I'd a good probably, song. Probably hit for the cycle, if I had to guess. It's not a good song. It closes with Just to Keep You Satisfied, which he just busts out some angelic, uh, vocals and harmonies uh, and backing vocals on this one. It's a very, very good closer to what is a superb album. Um, oh yeah, I don't think it's, I don't think it's as good as what's going on, um, but it's good. But it is really yeah. good. Like it's we'll cover. It, I think. Pardon? Album cover, excellent. I is it is it <laughs> is it or is it, it kind is of bad? Good. I don't know. I, I I'm not. I think I'm not. I think it's pretty charming. I think it fits. I'm not crazy about it, but this is a very good album. Um, the title track, There's If I Should Die Tonight, charged. Please Stay. Uh, the title track, Please Stay, If I Should Die Tonight, in my opinion, Keep Getting It On, in Alex's opinion, and Distant Lover, in both of our opinions, are all songs. Uh, you should you should certainly check out. It's very well made. His production is just... He's in a league of his own, folks. Um, oh, I have a question for... Uh... The estate of Marvin Gaye. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, like we have them on the line. Um, sure. Yeah, well, if you're listening, perchance, <laughs> how come in the year 2019, a good 30 years after his death? Uh, At least 35. They, they, they've released a What's Going On live album. Like, they keep releasing Marvin Gaye albums post-mortem. Like, you know, one or two years after he had some things in the archive. Like, I understand, but... <laughs> Seems seems well past its best before date. Anyways, uh, I, I believe the word you're looking for is money. Um, anyways, ah, there's the uh, end. Marvin. We miss you. We're moving on to Madonna. This <laughs> <laughs> to the man who died 15 years before he was born. Yeah, exactly. Moving on to Madonna, like a virgin. So, uh, Madonna. Um, by the way, her real name, not a stage name, um, is an American singer songwriter. Uh, she is uh, referred, referred to, of course, as the queen of pop. She is one of the most influential figures in pop music and pop culture. Uh, continuously reinvented uh, her style, her aesthetic, her, her stagecraft. Um, very versatile in music production and songwriting. Um, and, um, you know, while incorporating at times later in her career, though certainly not much on this album, social and political themes, uh, it was also known to be very sort of romantic, sexually charged uh, 80s pop. Um, she's kind of divisive. Some people cannot stand her. Some people think she's a hack. Some people quite like her. And she's quite influential. Most people, I don't including think, Dennis Rodman. I don't. Think, oh, we'll get to that. Okay, are we going to? Okay. I think we're gonna. Get, uh, I don't think it. I don't think you can deny she's influential. Uh, you know whether you like her or not is obviously you know that's up to you. But this is her her big breakthrough album, Like a Virgin, 1984. Um, she. Um, got Nile Rodgers, who produced a lot of uh, David Bowie records that were coming out around the same time to produce this album. Um, and it includes a lot of, uh, again, romantic, fun, lighthearted, um, sexual pop from the 1980s. And uh, yeah, it was a massive, massive album. It's the highest selling album by a, a female artist of all time, I think, or it's second to Carol King's Tapestry. It's either one or number two. It's very, very uh, commercially successful, and in terms of legacy, um, 
it is beloved. Uh, it it uh, it's considered one of the greatest albums of all time. Billboard called it the fifth greatest album of the '80s, which is the highest placement on the list of a female performer. Which you know, Billboard, uh, you know, not known for their progressivism. Anyways, um, that's uh, that's really all. It's a it's a critically acclaimed album. It's a classic album, and it commercially it sold it sold like hotcakes, folks. So, folks, we start off with Material Girl. Good, good. I thought so cheesy, but it's pretty good. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, Angel, uh, it's okay. I'm not crazy about Angel. Um, the title track, Like a Virgin, it's it's solid. It's good. I am not crazy about it, but it is good. Yeah. Then we get to Over and Over, and Over and Over is solid. Yeah. No, I. Are, I do we have so. any? Are there any claims about? So the first four songs are like a really nice peak with Material Girl, and then three songs they're like these are solid, and then. She just she she starts uh she starts climbing the stairs. She starts up that rising hill. up. That's a sending. Because love don't live, love don't live here anymore. Great. I was I was surprised that because I've listened to this album yeah. before as, as a view, and I was surprised that I liked this as much as I did uh, the whole album. Violin riff in the middle of the chorus. That yes. Folks, folks, it goes stupid with it. I, I gotta she, say, she she goes stupid with it. Dress you up <laughs> is a banger. Dress, dress you up is up good. Is okay. Um, Actually, I like dress you up. Dress you up is better than okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, uh, Shooby Doo um, is good. It's not as good as the previous two, but it is good. Um, and then we get to Pretender, and Pretender um, just goes dummy stupid. She just she just lets yeah. it all out. It's got yeah, this fun sort of drum drum synthesizer riff. It's got a good chorus. It's got it's just this lyrics about, you know, this, you know, boyfriend or fling, uh, this man that she's seeing that is a liar and she's not putting up with it anymore, you know, and all that. And it it just it just slaps. I, I sort of like shades of shades of he's Mr. Know it all. Yeah, uh, but about like a person, about like oh, like no, a romantic. I, I, I assume it's also about. No, yeah, Pretender is the he's Mister Know It All of the Ronald Reagan administration. Um, <laughs> it's a the sequel. sequel. <laughs> they're sold. They're sold. They're it's sold. Still be about they're, Nixon. They're, they're maybe sold. Maybe Madonna really is an. They're over. sold as like two sides <laughs> of a seven inch. <laughs> they're, they're packaged. This is, I think, like we what we've had seven episodes, and on three of them we've talked about you know deceased U.S. presidents, <laughs> which. It's, it's, Becoming a bit of a problem, yeah, and, I have to and say. Prior to this, all three were William Howard Taft. Um, we finally got a bit of bit of variation. Yeah, um, well, you, yeah. Um, on Pretender and you know Shooby Doo, uh, the, that's you know the album. I listened to this and uh, uh, to Marvin back to back, and and some of these songs sort of felt like they were you know a response to Marvin. You know, like they they could have been singing about the same person. You know they're not, but they're not. But they could be. They could have been. The, the right. themes, are, themes are very similar. Themes are very similar. And in I, I, I can't believe I'm going to blaspheme and say this, but like a virgin is a better album. Oh no. I do. You, I mean, I, you could disagree if you like. I think it did, look the high, the best song on either album. We have a big document what did i put this i had some back lover, to back distant, i think it's really close it is really close i think distant lover and the title track are the best songs on either of the two albums but then i think like the next four are on the madonna album you know what i mean like i think it's got a lower ceiling but a higher floor how about that 
I think Distant Lover is the best. I think Love Don't Leave Her Anymore is the second best. It is so good. Um, and then maybe back to Marvin. I don't know. It's I don't know. Tough. But they're I, they're they're really really they're both very good. And really, you could say that one is better than the other. And either way you go, would I would not. I would not uh, fight you too much on that. I think they're both very close thematically and also in terms of the quality of the album. They sound different, but they're both quite good. It ends with Stay, which is a good song. I thought it was a good closer. Back-to-back um, songs with titles stolen shamelessly from Jackson Brown. <laughs> he will not forgive you, Madonna. Um, Can we talk about Dennis Rodman now? Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> Stay, of course, being what she said to Dennis Rodman uh, when he was traded to the same um, for those who don't know, of course, um, Madonna, uh, you know, was romantically and, and sexually involved with Dennis Rodman of the Chicago Bulls in the 1990s, as well as Scottie Pippen of the Chicago Bulls, though notably, despite his efforts, not, yeah, not Mike, not, not Michael Jeffrey Jordan. Um, no, I couldn't close. Famously, Madonna would roll up to the United Center, uh, like in a hot tub. It yeah. was running. Hot tub on wheels. Ready. Yeah. Like no, yeah. like the hot tub would like be in her limousine. Oh, yeah. And she would be in the and limo the, in the hot yeah, tub. And she would and she would pick up either Scotty or Dennis. Um depending on whoever she was with at the time. I don't know the chronology, folks. I, I suppose I let you down on this one. Um and like just the thought that, that Madonna was just at the top of the game to such an extent that she could afford to leave a hot tub running in a limousine. She's idling like, uh, what's his name? The driver from Die Hard in the, <laughs> in the basement of the United Center. <laughs> How much gas do you have to burn to keep a hot tub warm? In the I, I like to think that she like rented out like a, like a jerry can, like an industrial <laughs> jerry can from the United Center. That's like, yeah. it's hooked up to the building. Like yeah. she is sapping the United Center of Energy. It's the middle yeah, of a playoff game. It's the middle of a playoff game in May, and the lights at the United Center—they're <laughs> flickering as the generator has, <laughs> has been used to, to power Madonna's hot. <laughs> like it's, it's getting awful cold here at the United Center, folks. As all the uh, all the gas has been diverted. The popcorn. Yeah. Yeah, the in, popcorn, in this the popcorn stand is eviscerated. Yeah. <laughs> also, it, it works without a hitch. Like, but for whatever reason, the United Center is, is burning, you know, 89 octane, you know, <laughs> shell fuel. It's not it's not natural gas or propane or anything. No, it's it's no. it's actual it's it's from a Sunoco down the street. Yeah, there was a uh, there was a rollback in fracking regulations in the in the state of Illinois yeah. in the 90s and yeah. Some scholar, I mean, no scholar has been bold enough to say it, but I'll say it. I, I blame, <laughs> blame it on that hot tub. Unbelievable. She <laughs> set all that broke her camel's she back. Set, she set the state back decades in environmental protection. She just, yeah. just a travesty. Um, uh, I'm, I'm reading an article from the Bleacher Report uh, that talks about how, um, so they only dated for about two months, but according to Dennis Rodman, uh, live on on. On Chicago's 105.1 The Breakfast Club, Rodman claimed that Madonna once offered him $20 million to impregnate her. Uh, which. Wait, wait, Madonna offered? Yeah, Madonna offered. Like, what, did she did she finance it or was it $28 million down? Like, no, I think. Was it going to be like on the condition that a child of Dennis Rodman was born? Uh, oh, Dennis, well. Dennis would get 20 mil. Of course, they broke up. 
Uh, he also tells a story of a time where he's gambling in Vegas. Madonna flies him to New York. They spent the night together. And then he flies back to Vegas to finish gambling, which is just... There's just also the, the story, best. of course, that, that Madonna ran into Michael Jordan while she was, uh, you know, vicariously living off the United Center's power grid. And uh, Michael Jordan said, you know, oh, you know, you should date me. You know, I, I think I would be I would be, you know, better for you, um, you know, than than Scotty. And Madonna famously waved him off and simply said, not a chance. She, no she, she didn't even she didn't even think he, she, she wasn't even he wasn't even worthy of title contention, folks. No. Anyways, um, anyways, if you at any point visit the United Center and you see a like a like a patch, like a patched up like uh you know gas shoot yeah if you if you see some poor like arena staff man like walking around with a four gallon drum of chlorine uh (laughs) that's going down the service ramp straight to madonna's hot tub (laughs) to this day to this day yeah no she leaves it idle just in case you know just in case scotty comes back um He's out of we retirement. Have, we have we have beaten this bin to All the right, ground. Let's let's um, talk about the life of let's, Pablo. Let's let's close it up with the fact that this is a very good album. Um, it's got several really good songs, and if uh, you're interested in some good '80s pop, I would say give it a listen. Um, if you're interested in '80s pop, again, you have already you've probably heard this already song, listened but... to this. But if you're interested in '80s pop and you haven't, please do. And if you're interested in '80s pop and you have, you know what? Give it another spin for us, yeah. just for us, and for please Madonna, and let's face it, for uh, Scotty. Who's <laughs> been having a you look? It's better than playing a future album for Scotty. Anyways, oh, um, oh, anyways, the life of right Pablo. at his heart. Um, yes. So you all know I'm not gonna. You know who Kanye is. This is like this is. Yeah. You know who he is. Yeah, he's a uh, so he's a rapper album in 2016. Yes, and he released this album in 2016. Um, it uh, it it had a bit of a rocky <laughs> release. It yep. was released on streaming, and then he kept releasing like edited and altered versions before finally sort of dropping the final version. Um, it received several nominations at the Grammys, including Best Rap Album. Um, although people thought that his uh, his album should have won Album of the Year, it wasn't even nominated. But you know, as we've learned recently in the past few weeks, <laughs> topical. Uh, the Grammys, well, the Grammys suck, so it's fine. It's, true. it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal, Kanye. You're going to be all right. Um, this album uh, was met with widespread acclaim. Pitchfork gave it a nine. USA Today gave it four and a half. Uh, Rolling Stone, four and a half. Entertainment Weekly, a little lukewarm, gave it a B plus. Um, so this is this was a very well. Uh, uh, it was a well received album. Uh, it was considered one of the best albums of the year, one of the best albums of the decade. Um, yeah. Eh, so, well, yeah. I don't know it's, about the decade. I don't know well, about. The I don't it, think it's one of the best albums of the decade, but no. certainly of the, of the calendar year 2016, it's 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 somewhere in there. Be sure. Better than I remembered it, to be honest. I'd listened to it before. I wasn't huge on it. I, I liked it more this time. Uh, Would you like yeah. to take us through? I'll let you can take us through. No, uh, okay, am I going to take the Please. lead on this one? So yeah, you start sure. off with Ultralight Beam, which is just a mess. Like, it's just a disaster. I quite um, like Ultralight Beam. Really? Yeah. Yes. Oh. I, I, I like the Kirk Franklin uh, gospel. Uh, I would give it like six. It, it is, and uh, I will say though, the best moment on that song is is Chance the Rapper's verse. His verse on that song is the only reason. Yeah, lyrically, 
you may be that, right. I just that think makes it's... it worthwhile. But I quite like the I quite like the uh, the choral sampling. It's I thought it was I thought it was quite good. The choral anyway. sampling, ladies and gentlemen, folks. folks uh, if that's on your bingo card. Yeah. Please, <laughs> we're running out of time. Uh, Scratch father, father, stretch my hands, which is a really good song, except for it's a very not. Funky it's really not. Decides he's gonna you know try to be funny. Father, stretch my hands is bad. <laughs> It's good except for that one verse. It's got such you know, a great beat. It's got such yeah. a great beat, and he just he just lets it all down. And, but then and, on uh, on part two, he uh, he comes back without any clunky lines about you know anal bleaching. So <laughs> a lot better has to be said. He learned and from also, his mistakes. Also, can we? Can, he's grown. We stand growth. Sure can, we also, can we also discuss them briefly? Um, he, he says that if if. Bleach gets on his t-shirt. He's going to feel like a bad person. But I guess the question is, why? Why? That's that's just yeah. that's just the business. That's just a, that's a risk you take, Kanye. Oh, games you play, Kanye. Anyways, moving on. Yeah. Oh, I um, forgot to mention the lyric on Ultralight Beam that just screams, I met Kanye West. Okay. Well, thanks. Thanks for that, I guess. Uh, famous is okay. It's pretty good. Uh, All right. Feedback is not good. Feedback is not good. Do you want to talk about famous, like Kanye just taking credit for Taylor Swift? Like, just. Yeah, uh, as if Taylor Swift had not, like, released several critically acclaimed albums, yeah. had a couple of Hot 100 singles, and also acting as if, yeah. in any way, the VMAs incident uh, might lead to them having a romantic. Rel- it, it's just a mess. Um, yeah. It's cringy. It's this. The thing with this album is it's good. It has all the earmarks of a good Kanye album, except for. He's kind yeah. of on a massive ego trip. And at some um, yeah. points, at some points, it's like, you know, it hits the like, you know, a lot of rap albums have. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's cocky, but is he right? And this time it's like, no, Kanye, she she did nothing wrong, Kanye. Let it go. Gabs, let it go, Kanye, move on. Um, anyways, uh, fe- low, feedback, feedback. Feedback not good. Low lights, bad. I thought it was all right. Highlights, also good. Highlights is better. Freestyle 4 is bad. I give it out of 5 out of 10. It is really bad. I gave it a 6. It is Just not a, good. I love Kanye, though. That's a 10 out of 10. That is a like, terrible It's the perfect minutes. song. Um, Waves? 65 million plays on Spotify. Waves, I think, might be the best song on the album. I thought it's, Waves is good. It's so good. It is, it is very good. Um, FML, forgettable. So, what? Oh, my. Wow, you are forgettable. wrong. You are wrong. Real Friends. I quite like Real Friends. That sample, still... Even though it's so simple, that sample is just fantastic. As I like, was. I like, I like the lyric where so like in real, he's like oh, talking about all these people who've betrayed him, and you know he, he never knows who to trust, and then slips in a lyric about how he only showed up for the yams. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like absolutely slandering people, and then is you know confesses that like I I I did only show up for the yams. Like he's he's not without fault, Kanye West. He is not without fault, absolutely. Um Wolves is bad and like far too long. Yes, agreed. Father this whole album is too long, I think. Yes. It's 20 songs long. It's about an hour and ten, I think if I remember correctly. Uh it's too long. Father stretch my runtime. It is too long. Yeah, uh, um, Frank's track, Frank Ocean, staying true to form by just releasing just a piss poor song. Um, <laughs> Frank, Frank, I'm you've glad had, you've, you've had your moments. To, but you finally got to unleash your your Frank Ocean hatred. 
Frank Ocean is not bad, but he's not good either. Like, he has good songs, but, I mean, look, folks, bit of a detour. <laughs> Just to please stop playing Blonde. Pink and White. Blonde. Stop please play. stop doing that. Stop playing, stop playing the entire Blonde album, and I mean it. You've been brainwashed his best album by, by hip-hop fans into his, thinking it's good, his, and it's not. His, his best stretch of music is the back half of Channel Orange, which is just masterful. His best but, stretch of music is White Ferrari, and that's it. And even it's, then, it's like the first that is minutes. That is Pyramid's erasure. Anyways, um, um, <laughs> it's worse than the Silver Surfer intermission. Which is really bad. It's so bad. I like 30 Hours. Just 30 Hours is... Kind of catchy, but like I, it's nothing eh. special. But no, a lot of this it's stuff. Better, it's better than no more parties in L.A. Yeah, it's better than no more parties in L.A. Where Kendrick just drops some bars, but it it's largely forgettable. Yeah. I thought Facts was good. I I yeah, I like Facts. Thanks. No, is is no more parties in L.A. Or is it thirty hours where he just starts like rattling off names, a la twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive. Um, where he he's like picks up the phone and it's like I'm in the middle of an ad lib. Oh, right I think now. that's no more praise in LA. Yes, and it's like Kanye, this is clearly not an ad lib. You scripted this phone call. Uh, you're lying to us all. Uh, can I also talk about how in facts he? Uh, <laughs> so it's a little. He takes a he takes some shot. He takes a shot at several individuals, except for if you look at the credits for this album. Like I think he takes a shot at Future and a shot at Drake, and then you look at the credits for this album and realize that. Both Future and Drake like helped write some of the previous <laughs> songs, so there's like no gratitude. Yeah, and also has he has the lyric about uh, Kanye getting bleach on his shirt. That was that was all Drake. <laughs> Drake put that in there. He insisted because <laughs> it would be Drake who yeah. would feel bad about that. Oh we'd yeah, write, we'd write a sad boy anthem. Yeah, well, Drake's about... a sensitive guy, you know. Oh uh, yeah, I'm sure he's a simp. Anyways, um. <laughs> I say that like such an insult. It's not a bad thing to be a simp. simp. It's not a bad. It's not a bad thing to be a simp. Don't let people convince you that being nice to women is a bad thing. Um. Anyway, his little social commentary. Um. He also has a line about how he's going to run the twenty twenty election, and it's just aged. The so he's still out. Recap <laughs> <laughs> through in Pennsylvania. It turns out Kanye won. There's still like maybe a couple hundred yeah. male. When we record the show in 70 years, we'll be able to make fun of deceased president Kanye West alongside William Howard Taft. I love how we are still, we are 70 seasons in. Yeah. We have still not listened to turnstiles. Um, no, and we still have not hit a consistent 10 viewer mark, but we're still going. <laughs> For some listener. Look, look. One day uh, we will get greetings from Ashbury Park, New Jersey, and you, that will be a good day. Folks, you can't rush art. Anyways, um, Fade has a great beat and a great sample. Otherwise, it's a bad song. And uh, yeah. Saint Pablo, Saint Pablo, I liked. I thought it was good, yeah. but it had a, has a lot well, I, of. I thought like, the, the tone in your voice. I thought you were about to like go hard on Saint Pablo. Saint but Pablo no. was. I thought it was quite good, good, but it has a lot good. of whack. It has a lot of whack Kanye lines. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's got some toxic Kanye lines. So I guess there's that. Um, this is his best album post Dark Fantasy, uh, and I assume that will stay that way. I don't. Way I don't think it's Frank moment. I don't think it's frankly that close. No, um, because it's it's so much better than Jesus is King, which is a terrible album. If you take yeah. Follow God off that album, there's not a single good song. I don't remember a single song off that album except for Follow God. It's a terrible album. Kitsy okay. Ghost okay. is okay. not Kitsy. You forgot Kitsy. about water. We understand. <laughs> you you forgot about you messed up. 
I think I, I still think I prefer Jesus as King more than Jesus, just because Jesus is actively painful. Like it hurts. Jesus is bad, but has bound too, and it has black skin. In I, it. Again, I've 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 said this before, and I'll say it again. Jesus feels like a practical joke, where Kanye is like, "Yeah, this is the album I've released," and you're like, "Is is, is it? he okay?" And then he releases Bound Two at the end, and you're like, "Oh, okay." He, he, <laughs> He, he made me listen to 50, 50 minutes of music just to get here, but okay. Jesus is not good. Um, Yay is not good with the exception of Ghost Town, which I do like. Um, yeah. Kitsy Ghost is all right, I guess, but this is his best yeah. post. And that's going to stay the case because if Jesus is king is indicative of anything, it's that the man, he's lost. He's lost he's his going downhill. I, I really um, do appreciate College dropout, late registration, graduation, and My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy remain the only Kanye albums worth repeatedly listening to. Uh, and all of the frat boys in the chat. Uh, what about 808s? Upset. I don't like 808s. I think 808s uh, is it's very influential, like, but it's not that good. You're a fool. You're a fool. And a coward to boot. Anyways, this is a good album. It's, yeah. it's not great. I actually would probably say that it might be the worst, but that's not an insult because it is still good and the other two are very good. So this I, is a good album. Yeah, give it a listen. I do think it's funny that oh, there's one lyric on The Life of Pablo. I forget which song it's on, where he talks about how like he's the he's the Einstein of our era. Yes, yes. It's on It's on St. Pablo. It's one of his bad, like the whack lines. Coming from the man who was unable to upload PDFs to Twitter. <laughs> he not crack the code. Like he had Adobe open. He couldn't even like call somebody in to help. He tried to do it himself and he floundered. He Kanye, they have a support line. Anyways. Um... Kanye, please reach out. <laughs> reach out. Like I'm doing this a page at a time. This is an Adobe wellness check on Kanye West. Anyways. Um, Someone please go to Wyoming and check out Kanye. <laughs> his, his Wyoming compound. Um, that's it, folks. That's the end of the season. We're going to spend the next 10 or so minutes because there's no new albums to draw. There's no there's no hopeful hopeful oh. feelings for the future. There's, we this have, is the we end. had a chance to have a show uh, next week, but unfortunately some scheduling conflicts have meant this is our last show. And while this show uh, should be airing, I will be, I will be selling liquor to people um, at the LCBO. It's a bad time. Incredible. Um, I think we should just we should just rank them. <laughs> we should just rank them. Books. <laughs> I think. You, you, oh, you said it like you were Mike Tarico closing up. You know, at halftime on. On Sunday Night Football. Folks, stick around for the... Uh, Jesus. Okay. So I think uh, to sort of give a final impression of this season's music, we're going to rank the albums. Um, worst to, to... like Worst to best. So I think we just do like, like your worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the worst you, album, you and I, you and I, you and I can both agree that we've listened to twenty-two for the record. So coming in at twenty-second, dead last, frankly by a by a country mile or two, I think we can both agree. In the airplane over the sea, just an atrocious album. Yeah, brutal. And seventy years from now, it will still be in that spot. Um, <laughs> yeah, like we we will have listened to over yeah, well over a thousand albums and. It is still yeah. dead last. It's so bad. It is problematic. It is unsettling. And, and, and this is true, um, semen stains the mountaintops. So, 
it's pretty easily the worst. Is that I? I, I, I think we got to speed it up. So you, what's you? Twenty first, Meriwether Post bad, Pavilion. Not good. Just white noise yeah. from a bunch of white kids from Baltimore. It's not good. We're moving on. Baltimore. Ugh. Um, twenty lifter skinny fist. Bad. To the Coney uh, Island skit do. is the best part of that entire album. Um, folks, Coney Island has changed. Um, at number nineteen, I had Mad Villainy. What did you have? You had. Uh, I had, I had not good, not a good. Then album. I had eighteen Crimson King, um, the Court of the Crimson King. Also not good. Apologies to the twenty. But did you have the same? Man. Yeah, at eighteen, yes. Our first five are identical. Okay, so now we start to differ. I had Black Sabbath, which I, I thought, you know, inoffensive but pretty bad. I had Blonde on Blonde just because it was a disappointment to such a great extent. However, at six, not a disappointment because we knew Bob Dylan was bad <laughs> right from the start. However, I'm it's cool. at sixteen. I have Black Sabbath because it I is not. Have, I have Blonde on Blonde. Okay, so we're still yeah. through like seven. We're still the same albums, just in different order. At yeah. fifteen, I had X by Ed Sheeran because okay, it's I really had, not I good. Had music from Big Pink by the band, which has the weight, which is just a banger. But the rest of it is kind of really, really bad. I thought there were um, a couple good songs on there, but there's my, my thing. I guess is there's nothing on X that's as good as music from Big Pink. However, at fourteen, I did have music from Big Pink. <laughs> So you're, you're wholeheartedly disagreeing with me. It turns out yes. you were uh, at 13. I had Exodus. I had uh, I had Exodus at 14. Yeah. And then at uh, 12, I had Exile on Main Street. I had Exile on Main Street at 13 and then X at 12. Okay. Apologies uh, to the Rolling Stones. Now this is this is where we vary just a little bit. At 11, yeah. and this was generous. I have The Queen is Dead, which has two or three memorable good songs and just uh, a lot of drivel. Um, Keats and Yates are on your side. You had where'd you where'd you, where'd you have at eleven? I had the life of Pablo. That's fair. I had the life of Pablo at ten. We're kind of consistently we're yeah. consistent on this. Um, ten. I had I'm still in love with you. By that's the fair. Grandster, Al Green. I had it a fair bit higher, uh, but we'll get to that in a moment. At, at ten, I also had, I had the life of Pablo, and then I had nineteen eighty nine by Taylor Swift at ninth. You are sleeping on Taylor, my friend. Um, at eighth. Oh, no. what did you have at ninth? I had the Queen at, is Dead at nine. At ninth in the top ten. Yeah, it's incredible. What did you have at eight? Saying that I had Kate Bush's pretty pretty good Hounds of Love. I had Let's Get It On. Okay. I think, uh, and then at seven, I had Like a Virgin. Okay, at seven, I had Let's Get It On, and at six, I had Like a Virgin. Now at six, I put Hounds of Love. Because I think House of Love is still... I think Running Up That Hill, the title track, Cloud Busting, are just such great highs that it, it pushes it ahead of Like a Version and Let's Get On just by a bit. Yeah, to open fair. up the top five, I, I'm Still in Love With You. I think that's a fantastic album. I've revisited it, so I'm Still in Love wow. With You for sure in, to open up the top five. It's a reunion. And Jane, what did you have at five? back to Cleveland. Uh, I had at five uh, Taylor Swift's 1989. That wow, that is our biggest discrepancy because I had it at ninth. That's a four yeah, no, spot. I, I, uh, That's a good I, album. I, I it higher than the life of Pablo, proving once and for all that you know Taylor wins. And and that Kanye did not make her famous, which we knew. Yeah, um, everyone except Kanye knew that. Our top four is identical, or it's yeah. all it's the same albums just in a slightly different order. So I had the Miseducation of Lauren Hill at four. I I did too. I had two thousand and one at three because. Uh, the second oh. half of the album is not it's good. Because of the car bomb, just it's, say. it's because it's because apart from the message, there's really very little after the halfway point of the album. Now the first bang, half bang, is, bang, is bang. just perfect. 
But then I, I had 2001, and then well, what did you have at three? I had Take Care. That's fair. I had Take Care at two. Um, I think Take Care at 2001. Reasonable Doubt at number one. I put Reasonable Doubt at number one because I realized that it's a 13-song album, and it's got seven nine out of tens. And it's maybe got one or two like really low points, but like he just he just loses his mind. It's so good. Full of drug money did not go to waste. They did not go to waste. Honestly, um, some um, an unfortunate sort of gen uh, gen genre genre uh, an unfortunate sort of genre of discrepancy is that the best albums we've listened to all are hip hop albums. Yeah, well, uh, that's or, because you we know, crossover. Crossover R and B, if you count "Take Care" as that or "Domestication" as that, but like we really did not draw any great rock albums, any great folk albums. No. We just, I, I'd like to thank the entire genre of hip hop for saving us. <laughs> the, the best um, pop album we drew, in my opinion, was nineteen eighty nine or "Pounds of Love." Yeah, did um, you say like "Pounds of Love"? Pounds, <laughs> just, just, just heaping yeah, it on the to the deli counter. Um. Best songs, I think we can just touch on. We don't have to name them in order or anything, but I think The Message uh, by Dr. Dre, Running Up That Hill by Kate Bush, Over My Dead Body, Drake, Can't Knock the Hustle or Dead Presidents 2 by Jay-Z, Love and Happiness by Al Green, X Factor by Lauren Hill, The Weight by The Band, Tumbling Dice by uh, The Rolling Stones. Um, yeah. Uh, those are all. I, I, I put Cemetery Gates on my list. Uh, thank you to the Smiths. Um, also, a special shout-out, Despite me pleading every week for you to let us listen to Bruce Springsteen's Greetings from Ashbury Park, New Jersey, you would not let me. But I'm still going to put Growing Up on my list as a an act of an act of rebellion. <laughs> Worst yeah. song. There's only one, and it's it's, it's Communist, Communist Daughter. Daughter. It's Communist Daughter by Neutral Hotel off in the airplane over the sea, which is just an atrocious so album. Bad. Um, the biggest disappointment was that album because it was hyped up so well, yeah. and also Bob Dylan to an extent. Because I Again, I, I disagree because Bob Dylan has always been bad. The um, biggest surprise, Madonna, Kate Bush, Al Green. I knew the Madonna album and I wasn't crazy about it. I didn't think it was bad, but I revisited it, obviously, and it's really good. I was wrong. Yeah, I was surprised by The Smiths, too. I came in expecting to hate it, and I actually kind of loved it. So I feel you know a great deal of shame about that, but... Um, you know, that happens. Yeah. It's important uh, to move forwards. I would say, you know, the albums, the the short list in terms of albums, we've both revisited since reviewing them. Like, we've actually taken the time to go back to them because we did truly like them. 2001, yeah. Dr. Dre, Drake, Take Care, Reasonable Doubt, Miseducation of Lauren Hill, Hounds of Love, I'm Still in Love with You, I revisited. And The Queen is yeah. Dead, you revisited. Although, yes, I so, those albums, uh, please listen to them. Yeah. Did you what? Don't listen to them. Airplane over the sea. No, I was I was thinking about if no. I actually did revisit Al Green, and I'm not convinced I did. Well, I I, uh, I revisited Al Green, and you revisited the Smiths, and that's just the way it goes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I guess that Folks. in a way, our top five albums are Hounds of Love, The Miseducation, Reasonable Doubt, Take Care in 2001, because those are the ones we've actually gone back to. Anyways, that's the season. That's the season. Hopefully, uh, we that's will be back uh, for the for the winter term. If, if yeah, we live. intend to. We yeah. we intend yeah. to, but I I yeah. frankly don't think they're going to let us once they realize that we're celebrities. They're, I think that I think their, their platform relies on us. We are we, the keystone of Spirit Live. We are one. We are one bad uh, Marvin yeah. Gaye joke away from getting canceled. Yeah, you need to and, stop letting R and B singers. Take your wife. You got to stop that. You got to put an end to it. 
Um, yeah, we'll be back. Uh, hopefully in the winter, Paxton will finally let us listen to turnstiles. Um, <laughs> I, know, I know the fans have been clamoring for. I haven't heard We're, anything, but I, I, I know. Yeah, I don't know what we're going to open up next season with, but we're going to try and like intentionally open up to some genuinely good albums because we yeah. do feel bad that we did not listen to to, to any. I think the problem for, is for, that for eighty percent of the season, yeah, there's was just, just atrocious. Like, if you honestly, honestly, like, honestly, I could you could make an argument that of the twenty-two albums, every album from twelve to twenty-two is bad, which is just uh, the great, like the gradient. Well, yeah. for me, it was Exile on Main Street. Yeah, I, think I don't know what it was for you. Cut off of like albums I would listen to again. Absolutely. So, anyways, that's been the season. I've really enjoyed it. I'm I'm glad you guys have taken some time to listen along. Uh, I'm glad that Alex invited me to uh, join him on this fool's errand of discussing music, which we're not qualified to do. And uh, I'm no. I'm again. glad that we've been able to, uh, you know, solve some of life's great mysteries along the way. What happened to Marvin Gaye? Oh, he's dead. Okay. All right. What happened to Coney Island? That's still there. We've got a minute. We've got a minute. What, what do we want to... We've got a whole minute left to talk about Coney Island and how great <laughs> it is. All right. Let's, let's, let's go back and forth. Favorite parts of Coney Island. No, go. I'm not. Go. The transit system. Mikey, it's got four different subway stations. Absolutely. It's just a hop, skip, and a jump from Rhode Island Technical College. <laughs> Is it? I don't know. Um, I can't imagine that it is. Jeez. Well, again, we will be back next semester if Spirit Live will have they, us. They won't. Uh, they won't. If you're Spirit Live and you're listening, I'm. I'm really sorry. Yeah, um, we are. We we do apologize. We did our best. Yeah, it wasn't well, good enough. Yeah, well, it's did we do our best? I don't know. Uh, yeah. So for the fast time, uh, have have a good holidays, everybody. I'm Alex Scott. With me is Mr. Paxton Rodriguez. Have a happy 